Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, it's episode 408 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I am Brian Breaker, and of course, joining me as always, Big underscore Bane running them switches. How you doing, man? Yeah, buddy. Do, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, you got demoted chair-wise, didn't you? Yeah, I'm in a really, really uncomfortable chair. And, you know... And for like four years, that was the good chair. That was the comfortable <laughs> chair. Yeah, yeah. We, we are joined in studio for the first time in I don't know how long. Probably since like, what, Dan Geyer, maybe? Yeah, uh, he's the last person I remember being in studio. We yeah. have with us the one and only Ethan Chambers. He's traveling... Uh, he was traveling to the area, hit us up, and we're like, well, dude, you got to come on Power Hour. Dude, welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. I am so excited to be not only doing this interview with you guys, but to be in headquarters. You are in, in the headquarters. headquarters. Yeah. In yeah. the headquarters. Not a whole lot of people get that opportunity, so really, really put it over. And you know, and you know what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a much bigger deal than people think. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what, man, this chair is so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 we already got the heat starting, man. It's getting brutal, dude. We got a lot to talk about today. We got some wrestling talk. We got some movie and TV talk. We got some toy talk. And, of course, Turkey Takedown was this past Saturday. In fact, uh, old Ethan Chambers here may have something to say about Turkey Takedown. He might, yeah. We got some more action with our 90s fad tournament and then, of course, Crazy Sodas. And, Ethan, I told you, I was like, well, if you're going to join the show, there's no option. You got you to gotta dive into the Crazy Soda. Yes. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do it. We'll see what happens. We got a couple a uh, couple of doozies in there. We got a couple of good ones too. It's just too bad that he wasn't here for enchilada soda. God, yeah. Lord, that was awful. <laughs> God, it was so bad, so bad. But uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into some wrestling talk. What do you guys say? Let's do it. Okay. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. I don't think he got the memo that it's three of us son of a bitches this week instead of two. Yeah, he didn't. I'm not going to correct him. Are you going to correct I, him? I, no. I, I mean, for 400 some odd episodes, the guy's been on point saying exactly the same thing right. every time except for this one time. Yeah, he totally effed it up. Yeah, he did. He did. 
Uh, we got a lot to talk about. I want to start with this topic because I know Ethan here is a big Seth Rollins fan. Dude, he was attacked this past Monday on Raw. Yeah. Fan jumps out of the stands, straight running at him. Yeah. Takes him down. They were uh, relatively quickly separated. Um, you know, of course, this this has a whole side story with, with Chavo. We'll dive into that here in sure. a second. Have you heard the reason why the guy attacked Seth Rollins? Ethan, have you heard? No. So all I read was that the guy said he has legitimate beef with yes. Seth Rollins. <laughs> and you know, and so I'm going to blow your guys' mind here. Blow my no, mind. I don't like this. He was trolled by a guy online claiming to be Seth Rollins, telling him to send him gift cards and money. So he attacked the real Seth Rollins? <laughs> he thought it was the real Seth Rollins. Now, as the story unfolded, it appeared as though the guy might have some mental, yeah, you know, he kind of looked a little off. Yeah, some issues there, and so I don't know if that has to do with him believing what he saw. I mean, like they're they're calling it catfish. I don't know what the correct term is because it's like, well, dude, you, uh, you I don't know, I don't know, but it, I feel like catfish is the right word. Okay, and and so he. Runs out and attacks Seth Rollins. So now, I mean, that, my question is: Did the guy buy a ticket specifically for that moment? And then he saw him at the ramp. He's like, "This is it. Time to make headlines. This is my time." I, I I don't know. Like, we haven't seen anyone jump the guardrail in WWE in a long time. So this was uh, this was shock. Of course, we haven't had audiences back for very long. Right. So this is very shocking. Yeah. Well, you know, and they usually do a good job of hiding it from the camera. Yeah. I, know, I know the first they tried the but. first the first video I saw was a fan, mm-hmm. but then I also saw the uh, the official video like camera of WWE. They showed it for a good five seconds before they took it away. Mm-hmm. So it was um, I don't know. Was pr- I think everybody in the back didn't know what the what the hell was going on either. Right, Ethan, what did you think about it? So, uh, well, you have to be a little mental to go after someone like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins especially, man. Seth Rollins. Love that guy. <laughs> right. Okay. He is, he is the, in my opinion, the greatest of this generation. On the mic, um, in the air, on the yep. ropes, whatever it is. Like, Seth yeah. can do it all. So, I'm not really, mm, I don't know. I don't really have too much of an opinion about it. Because, like, if you were going to go after someone, like, just don't do it, I guess. I don't, I don't even know what, I don't yeah. even, I don't know. It was obviously not a uh, not a good thing. I know WWE is really big on filing um, charges. I guess yeah, when the, and I think they need to because yep. there needs to be like a lesson learned for people in the future. Like, hey, maybe let's not jump the guardrail and attack the superstars. Right. Um, I don't know. It, it just it seems so unprovoked. It reminded me a lot of when Bret Hart got attacked at the Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. It's yeah. like, what is going on here? Why is this happening? Yeah, and. And you know, luckily, uh, Dash and or Dax and Cash were there to you know give him give him the old one too, give right him the, the old face. uppercut. Yeah. yeah. Well, even with that one, what was so crazy is like people gave a lot of props to Ronda Rousey's husband. Yeah. Because like they were like he was in the ring before they hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how quickly he moved. And yeah. Shane McMahon too. So um, yeah, this was obviously like a, a much different situation. I think the biggest thing that we need to, to factor in is that WWE kind of needs to be a, a little bit more mindful of their audience with as far as security is concerned. Yep. 
I know uh, when I was in Minneapolis, I went to a uh, Monday Night Raw, the Raw that Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman won the tag team titles. Okay. I was actually there. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, during the show, there was a tag team match between like Ricochet and um, Ollie and, and other people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was sitting there hard cam and I saw somebody like down here like pacing back and forth. You know, he could tell. You could just tell he was like, Feeling it. You know, he was going to do something. something. He was getting out of adrenaline. And um, he kept on walking, like pacing back and forth. And, you know, for anyone that hasn't been to a show, which I'm sure everybody has been to a show, um, every little um, opening has a security guard there. And this particular one was uh, guarded by a female. So this individual just dead sprint, just ran. I mean, he got over the guardrail, but not by very much because somebody actually in the front row grabbed him and helped the uh, security guard. Yeah. And man, I'll tell you what, because um, I was looking right down on it and I don't know who it was, but like WWE officials, man, they were bringing out merch and merch and merch for this guy. Like, a, hey, thank you so much for helping us out. Oh, they should, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's weird that I think with the business being open yep. in 2021 that like we have to tell people like, hey, like th- these guys are entertainers. Probably shouldn't attack them. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not it's not real. Like it's you know Seth Rollins doesn't really consider himself a drip god or whatever the hell he calls himself. <laughs> it's pretty wild. So this this then leads into this topic, which big underscore man. Oh. I'm sure you have an opinion on. Uh, Chavo Guerrero makes a, a tweet something to the effect, and I don't know the exact verbiage, but uh, you remember when wrestlers were tougher than the fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do I, or something like that. Yeah, obviously referring to this moment. Um, that being said. Coming from a guy, let me just say real quick, coming from a guy who's like all but five foot six. But also <laughs> family lineage, you know what I mean? Like right, right. been in the business. Um, I don't know if it's because Seth Rollins didn't throw a punch, yeah. maybe. Um, but I'm sure I'm sure they're coached not to. I'm well, yeah. Because if they do that, I'm sure a lawsuit goes out the window. Could be. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not the 1990s where you can just beat the hell out of everybody. But also, when he got away from the guy, they had like several people on him. What was he supposed to do? Move them out of the way to punch the guy? Right. He got he got a hell of a kick in. I, I saw saying, that. Yeah. yeah, he got a kick in. I know. I saw yeah. that. So, I thought that was such a weird take, mm-hmm. more than anything. Of like, really? Yeah. Like, like the biggest concern here to me is the fact that the dude got as far as he did. Yeah. Before he was tackled. Yeah. I think. That being said, I don't care how good of a security guard you are. If you're standing there and a dude runs past you full speed, it might catch you off guard for two seconds. Right. And that obviously this is what happens. But I mean, like, we start thinking about things like, well, the dude had a weapon. Well, you know, like there's yeah. a lot to be factored in there, like that could have really went went sideways. So I'm glad it wasn't too serious. But I, uh, you actually had a little reply to Chavo. I did. You know, I and I felt like I was respectful to him. Um, I, I didn't call him an idiot, didn't call him a douchebag, none of that stuff. I just said, you know, uh, a guy that size running at you full speed and completely blindsides you, I feel like would most likely knock anybody off their feet. I mean, I did tell him to carry on, but, you know, I mean, that's that was it. And then it ended up me getting blocked by old Chavo, which I'm not a guy who, like, you know, wears getting blocked like a badge of honor. Like, that's right. like, I don't find that to be cool. But like it's good. I'm gonna block you right now. I hope I've, I've been waiting on that for ten years, pal. Um, but it just—it's one of those things where like I—I I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I felt that was a weird thing. I think what it was is maybe I was like right 
Well, of course you were right. And then, <laughs> and, and you were he, also, he did not like that. You were also a guy that probably shared the same opinion as hundreds of other people. Yeah. Maybe thousands of other people. Yeah. But here's the thing. And I always try to put this over as much as I can. You don't have to just tweet everything. And I, and right. I, and I'm referring to Chavo. Like, yeah. Like, here's the thing. Like Seth Rollins was attacked. And now instead of being like, this is unacceptable. We need to change this. It's well, He's not a tough guy. Yeah. I'm like, that's just not the right take, I don't think. And and I'll, I'll be honest real quick. I mean, I, I, I'm i still a fan of Chavo. Like, it didn't piss me off enough to where I'm like, ah, if that guy, you like, know. I'm not, I'm not watching Glow like, ever again. Right. Like, like, shine on, brother. You know, sorry I pissed you off. But, I mean, it's a, uh, I don't know. That was a weird exchange. It was. Um, what, I don't know. What do you think? You know, honestly, I mean, I, I'm a big Chavo yeah. fan. You know, yeah. I really, my opinion what a shitty thing to say. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, what if it was, you know, what if it was Chavo in, right. in Seth's position? I mean, like, I mean, this dude it, just It got, could have happened to anybody that size. Yeah. Or like, anybody, anybody. And like you were saying, like, what if... What if it was Brock? Right. You know, I mean, right. Brock's, I think, as far as legitimacy, I, I don't need to test the guy. No. Right. I'm very, very well aware that he would kill me. Yeah. But I think if you blindside the guy, could you get him off his feet? Maybe. You'd probably be dead two seconds after, but you could probably I, get him I off mean, his feet. I mean, I do think Brock would have probably not stopped hitting the guy. Right. Yeah. You know, it would have been like he would have had to have been restrained. But yeah. still. And then maybe that's what Chavo was commenting. that I think it's that Seth didn't try to fight back. And, and that's the thing. Like, what was he like? What was the point of that tweet from Chavo? Like, was he saying, oh, Seth should have just beat the crap out of him? I, and then maybe that's what it is. But like, again, this isn't the early nineties where like, you know, you can just drag a guy around, you know? I mean, there's, if, if Seth would have just beat the ever loving piss out of that kid, there would have been lawsuits yeah. against WWE. Yeah. But like, and the, probably him personally. Yes. But the fact that he just got that one kick in to get away from him and then just let it go and just kind of, you know, security had him right. at that point. It would have been. It would have been harder to defend in a court of law. Yes. I think. Yes. Because when he got that nice kick in, the dude still had a hold of Seth's hair. So, like, he could be like, well, I was trying to get away from him, you know, right. do, do whatever and, and, I could. That's the thing is that looking back on it in hindsight with everything, he did pretty much exactly what he should have done. Yes. I think. Yes. And I think he that needs to be rewarded. Mm. And the fact it's like, wow, you got attacked after a match, live television, and you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Instead, it's like, no, we got a guy commenting that he's not tough. I'm like, that's just such a weird take. Well, man. and, you know, I also kind of equate it to, you know, we we think about, like, I don't know if you remember the uh, Randy Orton incident where some guy, he was on the the ropes taunting, and some guy came up behind him, low-blowed him, and he sold it for a second. You know, cause Yes, because he didn't know. He, he thought he thought that his opponent did it, right? And so it could have been one of those things. Maybe Seth had no idea what was happening. He just let the guy take him down and then, you know, realized, like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Well, I remember actually... Speaking of Chavo, Eddie Guerrero got pushed off a ladder. Yeah, by the fan. Yeah, and he even said there was that episode of Confidential. He was like, "It took me a second to be like, who is this guy? Right? Is this Crash Holly? Yeah. Is there something I forgot? Did something happen? And then it was like, oh, it's a fan. And then he threw the punch. Yes. And you know, should he have? I, I don't know. That's anyone's call, I guess. But you know, he said it took him a second to be like, what is going on here? Yeah. You know, and the dude pushes him off a ladder like. Yeah. No, that, unacceptable. That, that video is insane. That particular video is insane because of the fact that Eddie just lands on his feet, just nimble as a cat. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's Eddie Guerrero. Right. You know, yeah. He's the greatest of all time. Right. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. So um glad Seth Rollins is okay. And yep. I hope it's a, it's a, a thought for WWE to be like, okay, we need to be a little bit more mindful of this. Yes. For and, sure. Uh, and 
yep. take take that stuff seriously. Uh, the Rock made some headlines. Um, he was kind of a big part of Survivor Series this past weekend. Without being there. Without being there. <laughs> um, it seems to me that at this point they're gearing up to Rock and Roman at yes. WrestleMania. Uh, Roman is on The Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon and even kind of they kind of teased it there. So it seems like it's happening. Uh, Roman does the rock bottom to Big E in the match. Yep. I mean, it, it makes sense, right? The rock and Roman, that's your WrestleMania main event. Yep. It's, it's at this point, it's got to be because who else does Roman face? I mean, Roman's right. not like he, there's not a whole lot of credible opponents on SmackDown, I feel yes. like, for him. That'd yeah. be incredible. Actually. It would be. Yeah. I mean, rock versus Roman. Yeah. I mean, the thing that Roman's doing right now with like the head of the table and stuff, like, oh my God, that's, that stuff is so entertaining to me. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm not even watching it. Yeah. I like I go to my Instagram and my Twitter just to figure out what what's going what's going on. What did he say? What did he do? Yeah. Who's next? You know, like oh, that's so cool. Well, it, it seems like with Roman, it, they've kind of been giving him a little bit more freedom, and and they don't do that with a whole lot of guys. So it's kind of nice to see. But he's not like you can tell he's way better on the mic, more comfortable in this this position than he, he was back in the day doing the you know suffering second so, yeah all that stuff. Well, I think part of of being a good performer is you have to kind of go through your ebbs and flows. And, yep. And me and Ethan were talking about this earlier. I was like, you know, I think with Roman, they kept him as a baby face for so long. It's almost like, oh, we can't turn him heel. He's the flagship guy. Can't yeah. do it. And it's like, look how good he is now yeah. as a heel. He's he's still your number one guy mm-hmm. as the villain. Well, and, Brilliant. And, and the, the great thing about it is it's having – it's beginning to have the rock effect where people can't boo the guy. Yeah. People in the stands, they're cheering the hell out of Roman because they love it. And, and so it's one of those things, like if they would have just flipped that switch a long time ago, you know, yep. this guy would have been, you know, a megastar by now. And and I think what's going to happen is he does the match with the rock at WrestleMania. And like, here's another thing we haven't factored in. What if we get like a Hogan rock thing where more people cheer for Roman? Yeah. You know, because I mean, like, I'll be honest, everybody loves the rock. I mean, I, I know you don't, but I, I, <laughs> 90% of that is kidding. I, I'd say I'd say 99% of that is kidding. Um, but yeah, it's... But I, but I do know you probably like The Rock wrestling more than movies. Yeah, and I... Dude, I love his movies. Like, it's just... It, the whole thing with the movies is I just don't feel like, you know, he plays anything other than one character in right. a movie. Um, but I... They're still fun. You know what I mean? Um, but the... Um, the... Like, Rock in the ring is one of my favorite things in the world. When he comes back to WWE, anytime he's ever done it, even that eight-second match he had with Eric Rowan, I was like... That's badass. See, I still think that, I mean, it was fun, but I still think that would have, that was such a missed opportunity. Like give him like seven or eight minutes and have him wrestle Bray Wyatt. That, well, that's what should have happened. Yes. That, yeah. cause that was just like, man, that would have been good, you know, but you know, good for Eric Rowan. He can say that he wrestled rock. He did. You I know? don't wrestle mania. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, I think, I think this will happen. Rock and Roman. It's your WrestleMania main event. Does this lead to more with the rock? Do we see a limited schedule? No, you're, you're no, thinking no. I don't so, think it's a one, one and done. Yeah, it has to be. So here's the deal. Like, I love The Rock as an actor, and I love The Rock as a performer, yeah. uh, wrestler. Now, I'm going to, okay. So this is a little five, six-year-old Ethan here, okay? So I used to be the biggest Rock fan. My dad is a dentist, and he has this thing that he pulls down. There's a mirror. I went to his office every day for like two years, and I would... Try to do the, you know, the, the eyebrow. <laughs> and I finally, you know, I was, how do I do that? You know, I finally kind of got it down. I mean, 
had every rock figure, all this stuff. Yeah. It was the night after WrestleMania, wasn't it? He got brutally attacked in that steel cage. Never seen again, ever again. What? what what's going on? You know, like, this is a little seven-year-old Ethan. Yeah. Little did you know that he's going to make the Scorpion King. Yeah, and then, so I was like, okay, you know, tuned in the next Monday, next Monday, next Monday. Like, where's the rock? Where's Where? the rock? You know, this is BS. So, uh, and I saw, oh, he's, you know, the mummy or the mummy returns or whatever it was. I was like, well, that's cool. Oh, and then and then there's another movie. And then there's another movie. Yeah. And another movie. What, what the hell, dude? And then what really pissed me off was the fact that he comes back seven years later. Mm-hmm. No, you know, to my knowledge, he didn't say, hey, guys, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. No. And then he comes back seven years later. Doesn't apologize to the little seven-year-old Ethan. Yeah. No, but he says, finally, The Rock comes home. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, if this is your home, consider this your eviction notice because you're not welcome here no more. <laughs> ah, this is an interesting take. I love it. I do not like. Mm-mm. So ever since then, like the whole like, it would have been cool if he was said, "Oh, finally, the Rock comes back to whatever." Yeah. You know, Green Bay or whatever. But he said, "Finally, the Rock comes home." Yeah. <clears throat> Bitch, no, <laughs> no, which not I, anymore. I'll tell you that first run of movies actually he. Speaking of that, because I was so much younger, he kind of offended me too back in the day because he was really adamant about not wanting to be called The Rock. Yeah. He was like, I'm Dwayne Johnson. Like, don't call me The Rock. And then now, of course, now he's, I'm The Rock. You know, right. he gets it. But like, it was almost like he had someone in his ear being like, this wrestling stuff is not good. But it's like, yeah. Dude, this, without this wrestling stuff, you're not in the Scorpion King. Right. And, you know, I, I remember around that same time, he lost a bunch of weight. He, it's like, I mean, he worked out, but he was working out with low weights, just trying to get trim. And then, you know, now, of course, he's beginning. He's back to being a effing monster. But, like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, that that whole period was kind of weird, you know, when, when you kind of look back at it. But I remember thinking that, too, because, you know, The Rock, to me, you, you look at his moments in, like, 99, 2000, 2001. It's like this, he was the guy. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, so entertaining. One of the greatest that ever did it in WWE. And then it's like he's gone then you'd kind of come back for a few months and he'd leave again, come mm-hmm. back for a few months. That was kind of a schedule there for a couple of years. And then what happens? It's like, he's completely gone, but he's making like the tooth fairy in the game plan. Right. And I'm like, like Ms. Movies. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, uh, honestly, up until probably the fast and the furious stuff mm-hmm. that I really feel like I was like, is this really like you're making doom and yeah, you know, the gridiron game. I wanted to like doom so much. I did too. And it was just, it wasn't <laughs> it was good. Such a bad movie. It, it just wasn't good. And I'm, and, and that was kind of my thoughts too. Like you were saying, I was just like, okay, and then also too on that same speech, The Rock has come back home. He even said, "And I'm never leaving again." Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But then he left shortly after. <laughs> and has he made an appearance at all since WrestleMania 32? Be a satellite? No, 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 no. He hasn't even done that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if he has or not. I, I want to say he did, but and, I don't and like think I'm he not, has. Ex- I'm not expecting him there week to week. I'm, I'm not. No, but it's like there's got to be. We've got to have something that's like, hey, he's around. I'm not saying he needs to wrestle, just an appearance here and there. Well, he's kind of to the age where he probably doesn't need to wrestle anymore. But he, I mean, he looks fantastic still, but like he doesn't probably doesn't need to wrestle. But uh, I mean, having him there in some capacity, especially when the WWE like is that felt like a, uh, you know, one of those things in the movies where, where you get the, you know, ex-girlfriend and the guy comes up with the boom box outside her window. You know, that's what Survivor Series felt like to me. You know, it just playing that sad song, trying to get him to come back. It was weird. Yeah, almost like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's like it was too much, like, mm-hmm. come back. Having a come battle back. royal dedicated to him. It's like, oof. 
I'd feel weird being in that battle royal. <laughs> yeah, like that was so strange. Yeah, it's it was yeah. a battle royal to celebrate the Rock's twenty-five years. Yeah, you well, and I, I don't know if you've ever been like someone's asked you to do something like incredibly awkward. Yeah, but that's what that feels like. Where it's yeah. like, ooh, yeah, I don't want to do that. You right. know? Like, yeah. We're celebrating the Rock's twenty-five years, so here's a battle royal. Right. AJ Styles, we're trying to convince you not to go to AEW. Yes. We'll put you in that, and you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my god! Freaking Omos wins that. I know. My Dude, god, so bad. So wait a minute. So wait. A minute. I didn't watch it. Um. So you said Survivor Series had a battle royal for for like dedicated to the Rock's debut. Yeah, ninety six. Yeah, then, and then the Rock didn't even show up. Didn't even no. wasn't even on the show. The entire night they were talking about the Rock. The entire night. The did you watch Red Notice on Netflix? No. All that is about thieves and the like the main thing they're trying to steal are, are these uh, rare eggs and they're like golden eggs. And the last one's called Cleopatra's egg. And that they had those on the show. They had Cleopatra's egg on the show from the rocks new movie. And Vince was like, this is worth a hundred million dollars. The rock gave this to me as a gift. And then by the end of the night, somebody stole it. And he was like, damn it. That was a gift from the rock. And it was just like, it was the weirdest night ever. It was so weird. And it doesn't even show up. Yeah. He's oh. not there. Like the like I remember I, I tweeted, I was like I was like, well they got rid of a bunch of people so they could bring the rock in. And then he just doesn't show up. So <laughs> it's like, okay. Good job, Dwayne. So here's I've never actually met the rock in person, but everything I've heard about him, he seems like a genuinely good guy. I'm sure he's great. And so I don't know if that's that's probably not his call, what they're right. doing You're on right. the show. But like this is a story a lot of people don't know. In twenty thirteen, I was still in NXT and he was he had just agreed to do that Royal Rumble match with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And so they needed a ring taken to his set, which I want to say was Hercules, but I'm yeah. not 100 percent sure which movie it was. So they, they took like 12 guys and they drove down and they were going to assemble this ring for him to do a shoot mm-hmm. and then disassemble and drive it back, yeah. basically. And so I didn't get picked on that, which I was kind of glad because it sounded like kind of a pain in the ass. But like literally, he would come in from set, put his put his gear on, and do some promo shoots in the ring for like 15, 20 minutes, and then leave and go film and come back. You know, like yeah. he's trying to work it into a schedule. Yeah, um, they're disassembling. A PR guy comes out. I don't know PR guy. Yeah, uh, whoever. Yeah, a guy on set comes out wearing a microphone like Ethan's wearing. You know, and <laughs> uh, and they're like, hey, they're like, guys, don't leave yet. And they're like, okay, and. Before they left, The Rock came out and talked to them for like 20 minutes. Yeah. To just ask, you know, who they are, you know, like how long they've been wrestling, like how things are going, and just showing his appreciation for what they're doing. And I'm yeah. like, that's a pretty cool thing. Because, yeah. like, if anyone can 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 look back and be like, oh, the guy's busy. Clearly, he's busy. Right. But he made time. He made time because yep. he knew it's like, wow, these guys are probably not getting paid any extra for it. And they weren't. Yeah. They're doing it. Pretty much, I mean, the company covered their expenses, but no extra pay. Yep. Just you have to go do this on your days off. And I thought for him to show, like, I'll, I'll talk to him for a few minutes. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And so, um, I mean, I'd like to see The Rock come back. But, I mean, it is, I mean, if it's a one and done, like, what do you do from there? Yeah, I mean, he's just going to, he's he's just going to be putting Roman over. I mean, he's not going to win the title. Um, and that's And that's the thing. If he wins the title, where do they go? Then it's like maybe one defense and then drops it back to Roman. Right. Because he has to ultimately get Roman over at the end, right? Right. That's that's my thought. Yeah. I mean, if he wins a mania, I mean, it, they'd probably drag it all the way out to SummerSlam. I would imagine. Even though I hate 
The Rock character, <clears throat> like you were saying, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is probably one of the nicest human beings yeah. ever. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to, you know, uh, hate on that. Right. Um, he, I mean, like some of his TikToks and some of his stuff that he posts, like he'll uh, stop his truck in the middle of traffic just to do a, you know, a video or like a, a picture with fans. Like that's awesome. Oh, yeah. But if he comes back, and if he beats Roman, I am not going to be happy. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting that Ethan heat. I like yeah. it. <laughs> That's cool, man. Uh, so we'll see what happens, I guess, as, as the time goes on. The Royal Rumble's coming up, so I would imagine that would be the first clue yeah. as to what's going to happen here. Yeah. And you know what's so funny is, like, I feel like unless it's a signed, inked in paper that he's going to be there, this whole thing could fall through. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And they have to, you know, pivot to something else. Kevin Owens. Yes. That seems the guy they pivot to. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the Ruthless Aggression series is back on the WWE Network, the Peacock version. And uh, season two, there's five episodes. They're all up now. Have you guys had a chance to check that out at all? I have not. I haven't. I I I want to say, was it on the network before they switched over to Peacock? Season one was. Okay. This is a new season. I feel like I remember watching a little bit of it on that, but I don't remember a damn thing about it. Yeah, I did watch season one off of the network, but yeah. I haven't seen any of them since. Yeah, I I forget WWE is even on Peacock most of the time. It's it's totally a different thing. I think the WWE network will go down as like the greatest thing we never appreciated. Yeah, because it's like wow, that was so good, and now we have this. We're like, it's still cool, but it's not as good. I was on WWE WWE Network almost daily, watching back catalogs from the original series. Mm. Um, I mean, it was such a great app and now that it's on Peacock, I, I'm on Peacock most of the time cause it's got the office and stuff on there that I like, but like, I, I can't really last time I watched anything WWE related. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I remember with the WWE network, it was so cool to just be like, Oh, let's watch an old Halloween havoc. Let's yeah. watch an old like survivor series and Peacock has that, but it's just, it's just laid out so much different. It's hard to navigate it. Yeah. But this ruthless aggression series, uh, it's really cool. Like they, they do five episodes and they're each kind of focused on different aspects of the ruthless aggression era one being the return of Shawn michaels which i thought was really cool mm -hmm. and and they did one episode which i thought mostly what i want to talk about it was about innovations from that era and it was like the elimination chamber yes. uh, raw roulette yeah. and different things that they brought up but they also i thought this was fun they brought up things that didn't totally work one of them being uh the punjabi prison and i love that match and then the uh <laughs> the concrete crypt I don't remember that. The Undertaker that. did with Paul Bearer where he got filled with, oh, with the Dudley yeah. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the Punjabi prison, they were talking about that and they were like, structurally, it looked amazing. Yes. Execution of the match was not great. But the look of it was awesome. Because you got to climb out of two sets of cages. Yeah. And that's cool. Like, and the fact that it was like made out of, or looked like it was made out of bamboo. Yeah. It's pretty badass. I thought the look of it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember it being like Kali's match. Yeah. But he was hurt and he couldn't even wrestle in it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Undertaker and Big Show. And they, they brought it back for Mahal not too long ago. They did a few years ago with and, him and Randy Orton. Yeah. And I actually, I, I enjoyed that match too, but it just, I don't know. It's one of those things. I, I guess it is one of those matches you really can't just bring out to bring out. You have to have the right person. Person, and unfortunately that it almost seems racist to bring it out almost yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, and I mean like 2021 you have to be almost careful with you gotta, anything you, you gotta can't be super careful right yeah you, know? you gotta be super careful <laughs> and maybe if they didn't call it the punjabi prison right because i mean if it just looked like bamboo like that's just kind the, of the bamboo prison or, or yeah i don't know the jungle match yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i'm all about play, the jungle match play pin. the play pin. yeah the play pin. <laughs> i'm not there it is so here are the episodes they have they had uh one called Securing the Future, and it talked about Tough Enough, 
um, OVW, yeah. things like that. They did one called The Resurrection of Shawn Michaels. They call this the first revolution, which is when the the female performers got their first like break. Like Trish Stratus and Lita kind of really okay. showing how good they were. And they also brought, they talked about the diva search. And this is what I found weird. When they did the uh, episode about like new match concepts, they were quick to point out like the Elimination Chamber was great, but wasn't super safe early on. Yeah, because it was, it was all steel. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very unsafe. And they talked about how like Punjabi prison, Concrete Crypt, those didn't really work. They put over the diva search like it was a great idea. And I'm like, no way. I swear. And I'm like, I remember watching that thinking like, this is the worst television I have ever seen. How was that a good idea? There were just like models in bikinis. Like they even showed a clip of one of the girls there pouring chili on her. Body. Right. So um, if I can. You know, Please. Listen, when that was going on, I was in seventh grade. I loved that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. I, I'm sure. Teenage Breaker and I really enjoyed Braun Panties matches too, but sure. like, you know, as an adult, it seems really weird. It's like it doesn't age well, you it's know. I, I vividly remember one I, moment. I didn't where, have access to Pornhub back then either. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, <-o. laughs> but I remember one thing where they would put the girls in the room and they would like lift this curtain, and they were like, "You have to seduce the person you see." So they don't know, but the audience knows it's Kamala, right? And I'm like, "Hey, I'm all for Kamala getting a payday." But, well, of course, but he's all like. Oh. Right. they're like hey big boy you want to go on a date <laughs> i was just like oh this is awful like this is not oh my God. this is so bad and so i thought that was funny that they kind of put that over and then of course they also did an episode on hollywood rock speaking of him okay he kind of when he turned heel and became um i thought he was very entertaining as hollywood rock yeah Super, I mean, absolutely off the charts. I even though I despise the rock character, man, that was so much fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, hindsight's way twenty. Like now, looking back, it was so much fun. At the time, I was like, dude, who are you? Like, yeah. I don't like you no more. You know. <laughs> and like him, they 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 interviewed the hurricane where he called him like the Hamburglar and stuff, which I, that was so funny. You know. That was around the time where, if I remember right, wasn't he like. Uh, yelling at the crowd like this didn't sing along with the rock yes. oh yeah yes. I loved that loved it oh it was so much fun and then they, they showed a lot of those clips where like he was like yay hooray yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just totally making fun of the crowd mm -hmm. and singing doing the rock concerts yes. which was basically him trashing out like the local sports team and like they just went ballistic so oh, much yeah. fun oh yeah classic I mean and like it was so it was so entertaining that it's like you could tell the people would boo, but they're laughing. Yes. It's like, this guy's funny, you know? Yes. And that was, to me, like the whole essence of The Rock, you know, back in 98, 99. It's like he was so funny. Mm -hmm. He was hard to hate. Yeah. And that's why they had to turn him babyface eventually. I'm actually having a hard time keeping up this persona that I actually do hate him. Right. <laughs> oh, dang it. He's so God, he's freaking so awesome. He's so funny. Right. <laughs> well, then they they, talk, they had Brian Gewertz interviewed, who was the head writer for a long time. And like, you know, Hurricane, when he'd leave a scene backstage, he'd go, like he's yes. flying away yeah. and they and i remember this they showed the rock look up like like <laughs> they're in a, they're, in a, they're in an office building like right. clearly he's not flying away with the rock selling it like he's taking off <laughs> so good i just want to party with him once yes you know like whatever oh yeah it's gonna be no, a lot of tequila party. yeah I don't know, oh a lot of, of terramana yeah Listen. and gets get on uh titan games yes. and all this all this i mean like dude's doing movies titan games ballers tv series xfl <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, man, it's crazy. 
Uh, one last piece of wrestling talk we'll dive into here. Jeff Hardy was the guest on Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which is kind of like his sit down, I guess, podcast, as it were. Mm-hmm. I thought Jeff Hardy was a fun idea for a guest, you know? Yes. Um, I, I haven't watched all of it yet. I watched a little bit, but it, it seemed entertaining, you know? Yeah, I, I haven't watched it at all. I'd like to, though. I mean, I'm a big Jeff Hardy guy, big Stone Cold fan. I think that'll be a fun conversation. Dude, I love Jeff Hardy so much. Like, my parents actually hate him. It's a funny story. Um, so... When I was younger, you know, Jeff Hardy doing all the swantons and stuff, I would actually, I would actually um, stand on my armrest of our couch and do the swanton, which is just a front flip. <laughs> I did it so much, so often that I broke both of the armrests and okay. then actually collapsed the couch. So um, had to get a new one. Well, it didn't stop. So yeah, yeah, like, of course. On a new one, yeah. I did the same thing, and we went through two brand new couches in. Seven months. Seven months. <laughs> so I guess you, you didn't see that little clip. Like, please don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> Skimmed over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it goes, man. Merely a suggestion. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jeff Hardy, um, he did mention in his um, in there that he would really like to work with Roman Reigns. So I wonder if Jeff Hardy might be the feud for Roman. In the meantime? In the meantime. I, I'm not sure. Because I feel like that's the match we haven't seen yet. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're on the same brand or not. They though. are. They're both on SmackDown. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Okay. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I think, to me, it's like, okay, that's that's interesting. And yeah. Jeff Hardy's a big enough name. With I feel like WWE's not using him correctly. but No, and it's so weird that they're not. I almost feel like something is on the horizon for him, though. Like, yeah. you know, he's always saying something about Willow. Now, I'm not a TNA or an Impact guy. Uh, never really followed it. The whole broken Matt Hardy thing, I was just like mm, over it. Yeah. But I'm really, really curious as to what is this Willow character. And I know he said that he's really wanting to bring that to WWE. I'm here for it. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a... I, I don't want to compare it to The Fiend because it's two totally different characters, but it, it's a little reminiscent of that. Like it's an it's alter a, ego, it's right? It's a pretty dark character, yeah. I, I've seen clips that clips of it um i think right now what's interesting with aew being so you know much on their radar over here it's almost like let's let this guy do whatever he wants while we have him yeah and so like we'll entertain this idea whereas maybe three years ago it's like no you're jeff hardy be jeff hardy right the only time i would actually watch impact uh was i don't know what year it was but when jeff hardy made that uh custom title yeah yeah when he was like in hogan's group i think yeah oh man he was like coming out like walking down the ramp smoking a cigarette like stuff like that, like that, and like his promos were so good. Just because he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't start and then just blow up. He would just be like, "I don't care." Yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you don't like that, I don't care. You know, I mean, right. like, it was amazing. He was yeah. a really good heel. Yeah, and and never got that opportunity really to be like that type of heel. Yeah, which I think is I think it's that's awesome. So hopefully we'll see something like that. Has Absolutely. he ever been a heel in WWE? I don't think so. I mean, like maybe like the Brood. Oh, okay. I mean, but that not really. That's, that's I feel like that's pre Jeff Hardy though. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, like that was just like like or when they were with Michael Hayes, like they're heel, but they're not really heels. I mean, they they were also still trying to find themselves too. You yeah, know? I mean, we haven't seen this version of Jeff Hardy be a heel uh, in, in WWE. He's always been like the white meat babyface, and he's one of those guys where it's like, I you forget he's there. Yep, and he was such a huge star years before. It's like what's going on here? Yeah. Like his brother's in AEW. Like, let's use this guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. We got a little bit of uh, movie and TV talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Breaker and Bay of Bet the Movies. Yeah, this is 
Wicked and bait up at the movies, yo. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? All right, I'll tell you what we got now. Uh, Peacock is um, they showed a little teaser for the new series Bel Air, which is uh, supposedly a more serious take on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah. um, produced by Will Smith. I guess they've already greenlit two seasons. Awesome! So they've got a huge uh, amount of confidence in this show. I love the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What about you guys? I mean, Bane, I know you're a fan. I've actually never sat down and watched it. Really? Yeah, never. Maybe before your time a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, you know, it's it's a super good show. It was one of those that um it was it was at that time period where, you know, they were really good about the comedy. They also dealt with some serious aspects. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it was it was very good and I I felt like being a um mainly black show, it also kind of enlightened me as a white guy, you know what I mean? On, on some of the, uh, cause the, they did some, like some issues, some, some race issues. And they, and they dealt with a lot of like, not a lot, but they dealt with some of those racist issues and kind of like enlightened me to kind of, cause I had no, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know at the time I was a kid, you know? So, um, I kind of got to see through that show, a lot of stuff that kind of black people had to go through. And, and on top of that, just the comedy was on point. I've, I've always been a huge Will Smith fan. And that was his launching point, man. I mean, yeah. I know his music was before, but this is to me when he became a huge star. Yep, yep. Because shortly after that, that's when the movie started rolling in, and mm-hmm. you know he was one of the most successful actors of all time. I think this is really fun because if you think about the concept of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, he's living in Philadelphia. Yep. He's shipped off to essentially this rich family um, because he's getting in trouble, and so if they really dive into the trouble he's getting into and maybe the stuff that he's going through, yeah, and then his transition to this family because he's probably still going to be in trouble, yep, because that's kind of how he was, you know, brought up. Probably a single mom situation like that. There's a lot to, to dive into that really make this a, a very unique type of show. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah I think I think it's I think it's going to be great. So yeah, it'll be coming up on Peacock relatively soon. Um, got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk. Alright, so, uh, Chella Toys has announced that they are doing a bone crunching action line. They're calling them bone crushers. Okay. Um, Ethan, let's start with you. You're you're an action figure guy, you're an action figure collector. That's kind of how we got acquainted. Were you into the bone crunching figures at all? So it's funny, um, we were just talking about this, the bone crunching... Um, figures were actually what I was raised on. Okay. So like my very first wrestling action figure was um two pack of Billy Gunn and Val Venus. I thought it's a weird combo. Well you're telling me <laughs> like, oh man. It was dude, it was BCA all the way. Yeah. Until R3 Tech came. But that's a totally different conversation. But were like, you disappointed when they did away with the BCA? Um no. Because uh soon after they had the R3 Tech uh, I love like up until the Mattel um, Ultimate Edition, R three Tech is still, in my opinion, the best wrestling figure ever. Do you know what those actually pair up very well with Mattel? Yes, they do, don't they? Yeah, and that's something a lot of people don't know. But those are a great, very short lived, but a great line. Um, so BCAs, you're obviously into those. Cella Toys um, was doing the Hasbro style, mm-hmm. and they're now showing that they're going to do some uh, Mattel Elite style. Okay. So now and then with this BCA style, um, I don't know. Like, does that resonate with you guys? Like, I mean, because like, who are the guys they have right now? They have like Sabu, they have Nick Aldis, Blue Meanie, 
atom bomb, uh, Haku. Like, is that like, ooh, we can get an atom bomb BCA? Is that high on everyone's list? I don't know. I I'm I'm of the mindset. I think the uh, the less Hasbro style, the better. We're because there's so much. Seeing way too many of those. So I'm I'm all about seeing some BCAs. I'm all about seeing some Mattel styles. Uh, I, I'm that's definitely much more my my alley. I'm right there with you. Yeah, honestly, like I'm excited. I'm like BCA man, like that's BCA. Yeah, yeah like no, Jeff Toon's gonna have a whole different um, approach to that. But I mean, I'm really excited about it. I mean, maybe not. I don't. I don't really know some of those guys like yeah. Adam Adam Bomb. I don't know who that is. You right. don't. Whoa, you don't know Adam I don't, Bomb. I don't, I don't know who Adam he's Bomb young. Is. Bane, let him Get go. Get the f out. <laughs> I'm 27. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and here's the thing: they may be signing new people. You know, yeah. like it's possible they could sign people, but I feel like Jack's BCA. They made so many. Yeah. Like, like who do they include that wasn't in that line? You know, they made so many BCAs. And not one of them was an S.A. Rios. <laughs> well, what if they signed S.A. Yeah. Rios? Uh, I would, I mean, that's that'd a, be that's awesome. That's a get for you, right? Oh, my God. If Oh, my God. So <laughs> if, they, if they made an S.A. Rios action figure, I will do a backflip. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll do a backflip <laughs> off a freaking roof or something. I'll break my neck, but that's okay. Like, I, as long as we have an S.A. Rios. Yeah. It definitely needs to happen. I think, I think it's interesting because you have, like, Zombie Sailor. We have cello we have all these companies doing figures but the, they all are seemingly doing different ones mattel retros are coming back yep. so i mean i don't know like do we go for obscure do we go for guys that didn't make sense i don't know i'm, I'm not sure which way we go with this real, real quick I, I gotta i gotta i gotta tell you about adam bomb adam bomb also aka wrath from wcw um he is probably the greatest ever to ever step foot in the 20 by 20 Better than S.A. Rios? Better than S.A. He, he would eat S.A. Rios alive. Um, he's nuclear. He's he's absolutely nuclear. I mean, was it was it a green tongue, red tongue? It was like a red tongue. And then, I mean, He's from Three Mile Island? Three Mile Island. And he is absolutely radiation just coming off of him at all times. That's how he defeated his opponents, I would assume. <laughs> he had an, an incredible, absolutely incredible uh, pump handle slam finishing maneuver. That was just badass. I mean, but in all, all realistic, uh, in all, all all reality, the guy is a monster. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, um, just jacked to the gills. Uh, but uh, he was also in Chronic with um, Brian, Brian, Adams. Brian Adams. So his name is, his real name is Brian Clark. But um, just a just a badass dude. I've always been a huge fan of that guy. But um, yeah, that's, that's Adam Bomb. Well, I mean, that's really impressive. But S.A. Rios has really red hair. And he does a really awesome insult. Well, he probably got that red hair from Adam Bomb's green red tongue. <laughs> you win. <laughs> you win. Um, you know what's that's the thing though is like I think with doing these toy lines with uh you know different types of companies is you know bone crunching action is fun, but do we need bone crunching action Blue World Order? I'm sure some people want that. No, I, I don't. But does everybody into that? I don't know. I, well, but see, I personally don't feel like we needed the retro lines either. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, they could have easily just done their own brand new style of figure too, you know? Sure. Um, but, but they're trying to capitalize on that popularity of of what those were. Yeah. And I mean, with Mattel kind of ceasing production on those, I get why they did it. Yep. But at the same time, it's one of those things. Like, you know, Zombie's kind of doing the same thing, right? Like, he makes yep. a Dino Bravo who was never in the Hasbro line. So it's like, ah, 
I'm filling in gaps, but then he also is releasing new people. So yeah, I, don't know, I do want that Dan Housen though. And, and apparently it's like this top selling figure that he's made so far. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy how that happens, but I don't know. I'm just not sure. But again, he's also making Ocello. I'm sorry. He's making elite style. They're making a dynamite kid. Yeah. Which looks like it pairs up very well with the Davy boy Smith that just came out. So it's like, well, okay, I get what they're doing, but I don't know. Not sure if that's the right call either. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Well, we got a little bit of PHPW talk to dive into here. Um, yeah, so some things went down, Bane. Yes. Um, Turkey takedown was this past weekend and, um, it was actually yesterday as, as uh, this drops. Mm-hmm. Our uh, guy that's sitting to my right right, right. here. Uh, we're going to start with that. The, the new one half of the new tag team champions. That's right. Yeah. And you know what? I'm really thankful that you doubted me. You doubted Soda Hunter this entire time. We came out there and we did exactly what I told you we were going to do. And now we are new tag team champions. Uh, you know, I, I will say this. I've always believed in you, buddy. Of course. You know, oh, okay. I've, I've always believed in you. I, you know, every everything we've been through on Twitter and, and in the back at Adrenaline, it's all just been to motivate you, Ethan. Mm. You know, and, and I'm proud of you. You know what? That means a lot coming from you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You're so shit. I hate this guy. I wish he could the hell out of here. So shit. You're the worst ever, being. And, uh. <coughs> Disingenuous. <coughs> mm. Sorry. I don't like to cough on the podcast. Though. Yeah, please, please, please refrain from that. Uh, but also, too. I want to talk about this because this, this to me, I feel like is probably the most important thing um, that we can talk about. Jeff Toon winning the Grand Prix Open Weight Championship. Nah, uh, mostly just me kicking your ass. Well, you didn't kick my ass. You climbed a ladder a little faster. After than I, did. I kicked your ass, I don't think that's exactly what happened. You don't. Um, you don't remember, and that's fine. Okay, you know what. I'll be the bigger man here because I know that that's, you know, not something you can do. You can be the bigger man. I'll be the better man like I was. What? I was, I'm the better man. <sighs> you, know, you, cl- you climb. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was actually there. Um, I'll actually. I know what happened, Brian. Um, the sun got in your eyes. And yeah, it did. It and you know bright. what? It was bright. Like my my gold, my, my championship that's around my waist now. And so did 100. You know what? I think... You know what? I think you need a redo. I, I think a redo does need to be in order. Well, you know, as ninety nine percent owner, let me let me let me just let me just think about that. Think about that. Hang on while I'm uh, holding session here. No, no redo. Well, here's here's the funny thing about that. You know, obviously, you know a lot about how contracts work, and I was you know forty nine percent owner. Sure. To your 50% owner. Sure. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nope, sorry about that. Getting, that no, that, that was me. Don't worry about it. It's just it's Bill oh. for some reason. I don't know why the hell it's uh, going I don't, I don't know what he has to say. but Go ahead. Continue. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll continue. Uh, so the thing about my ownership is I kind of decided to sell it. I'm sorry, what? I sold it before the, the, before the match. You you. You sold so, so when you reached up and grabbed the briefcase and you celebrated and acted like a getting a text message or something. That was a voicemail. Bill left me a voicemail. Probably should silence your phone. But anyway, so you grabbed the briefcase with my forty nine percent ownership. But here's the thing: I don't own it, so I can't give it to you now. 
Because it's not mine anymore, Bane. Who whose is it? Who do you think it is? I mean, Ethan, it's not his. No, it's we not can, mine. We can we can dive I, into that. Do I need to hang on, guys? Let me just let me just check. Take your time. It's not like we're doing a podcast or unprofessional. Let me just check this voicemail real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, bigger than a skull, Bane. Hey, uh, so I forgot to tell you when uh, I was leaving the the, the the arena yesterday, but um, me and Brian Breaker worked out a deal. And yeah, it's true. I, I am actually, I, I was the 1% owner. Now I'm actually the 50% owner. So no, here's, here's the dealio. Uh, if you think for a, a single second, that I'm going to give up control of this company, you are dead wrong. And a matter of fact, if you want to have 100% of the company, you're going to have to face me in another match. That's oh, right. Sh- you are going to have to get in the ring with Bill Bennis, the one man you haven't been able to defeat in PHVW. The one man who has a 1-0 and victory against you. You're going to score, Bane. That's right. You 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 want this fifty percent there, bigger than Scorpion? You come get it. You come get it. I jingle all the way to hell because that's the only way you're gonna get that fifty percent there, bigger than Scorpion. That's the only way. And then here's the thing: after I beat you, here's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. We're we're coming back to no holds barred after that. Oh uh, snap! You, you understand no, me, there, bigger than Scorpion? You're coming back. Not doing it. So uh, a- anyway, uh, feel free to give me a call if you have any questions. That's uh. That's 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 basically it. Anyway, I hope you have a good day, buddy. I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you on adrenaline. Hopefully, I'm gonna have Umberto bring some uh, extra tacos because because I didn't I didn't get to eat a whole lot for Thanksgiving. So anyway, buddy, I'll see I'll see you later. Okay. He. It was nice to know that he had his turn signal on while he was driving. I didn't know he had a car, but okay. Uh, it's probably a rental from the town. But could, could re- regardless, uh, you you sold. I did. He went for one. He the was enemy one per- of my enemy is now my friend. He was one percent owner. I didn't even know that. Oh, I know. I and know then you, you sold that. your forty nine percent to him. Now he's fifty percent. We are equal partners. You are cohorts. My You're God. partners. My God, what have you done? I'm not sure. What have I you done? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I wanted to. He's your no. He's. We had a gentleman's agreement. Okay. And you can't have a gentleman's agreement when you guys aren't gentlemen. We are absolutely. You're the one that's a freaking psychopath over there losing all your crap. Anyway, I'm just saying, me and Bill struck up a deal. I hate this place. Yeah. This is going to be so much fun. I, I actually love this. Um, this I, I didn't know nothing about this. You know what? This is fun. This is a lot of fun. Well, you, know, you know what? How about I put you in a match oh. and, and you just defend your, your title solo? In a handicap match. Uh, you'll have to run that by Bill. He's 50% owner. And you know what? Actually, Bill and I are really good friends. Actually, He's, he's a really cool guy. I hate you all. We had tacos one time. Yeah, I hear they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, Love yeah. It. So, I, I have a feeling you'll be seeing a lot more Bill and hearing a lot more from him, you know, due to his new obligation of being a co-owner of PHPW. See, that's the sacrifice I'm willing to make, Bane. I take myself out of the equation. I don't even want to go over the rest of the card. Just to make your life absolutely miserable. And for the record, I absolutely love Bill Bennis. Um, he's probably listening, so I'm, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you do. I'm sure. I'm, he doesn't make your life a living hell. 
Nope, no, he doesn't. He's, he makes my life a lot easier. Um, he is just amazing. I, Bill told me he's very excited that the pit crew are our new tag team champions. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. excited to yeah. see their, their run in the future. I, I was until this attitude of Ethan's just decided to, to rear its ugly head. And I I, I hope you, you and Soda lose. Oh, well, vroom, vroom. The that's, title. that's a little unprofessional for a 50% owner, Bane. You're an unprofessional. I'm not an owner. I can say whatever I want. Bane sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still your boss. Well, yeah, I guess so. But uh, Bill did tell me um, that since you know he's 50% owner, I will remain on as a color commentator, and he's willing to listen to any of my ideas. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Well, here's the thing. When I become 100% owner, which I will – because I'm on a hot streak right now after kicking his ass, Ethan. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to take his 50%, and after I get done, I'm firing Global Wrestling Extreme, mm. the entirety of them. Mm. And guess what, Breaker? You're off-color commentary, and you're back in the ring. That's oh, what's going to happen. Oh, really? That's what's going to happen. I just got a text from Bill. He said you cannot talk any PHPW talk without him present. Oh. Boom. Well, then I guess... No spoilies for the rest of the show. If you want to know what happens, just watch it, I guess. No, I can't because I'm not the owner, so it doesn't affect me. Oh, yeah, we can we can actually talk about it. Yeah, so if you want to sure. sit there silently, that'd be great. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not. Fine. You know what? Oh, hang on. Hang on. Let me, get it. Let me text them back. The new, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not okay girl, with this. Comma. Is it okay if he goes over the card with me? Now we'll wait. Just well, sit here silently. We just got to get the approval from the boss. You know? I'm the boss. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm the boss. You're part boss. Actually. Ethan, he's the boss. Wink. Wink, wink. You don't say wink when you wink. It's an audio. We have to. Otherwise, people will be confused when I. But you could have just line. kept that between you two. You didn't have. Mm. That almost made me LOL. Uh, yeah, he said he said it's okay if you if you go ahead and go over the card. It doesn't matter as if he long, says it's okay. Yes, it is actually. I'm the boss. No, not anymore. No, I'm still fifty percent owner. But he is too, and without him present, he uh, he doesn't feel like it's it's appropriate for you to throw your opinions out. I don't feel like it's appropriate to have a freaking jeans and tank top wearing freaking mullet wearing goofball halfway running this yeah, you show. Know what? That, Are we talking that, about Eric Barker? Does he have a mullet now? I don't know. I mean, just, you threw me off with the jeans. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> you know, Mister Venus is. One of don't call him the Mr. best. Venus. Don't call him. one of the best bosses I think I've ever had. Yeah, you just wait. You just wait. Anyway, let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about a little bit more about Turkey Takedown before we head into our December event of Jingle All the Way to Hell. I will say this before we get into that: if you think that it's been chaotic so far, you haven't seen what Bill Venus is capable of. You guys just stirred a hornet's nest. So, but let's let's talk about that. I believe you guys are going to have a match now. He is officially. Yeah, I'll accept it. I will accept it. So winner gets 100% control. Yeah, and here's here's what I want. And and remember, last time he beat you, correct? Yeah, but here's the thing. Now he's got all those global wrestling extreme goons. I'm not going to allow that to happen. So here's what's going to happen. If he wants this match, steal cage. I want all the debauchery to be left on the outside. Damn. Is debauchery a word? Probably. Okay. I'll have to look it up after the show to make sure. But it might be debauchery. That sounds more accurate. Might be but let's let's talk pottery. with Bill first to make sure words are fun. No, I'm no that if he wants the match, that's what it's going to have to be. I was, is a steel I was not talking about cage. the match. I was talking about your words. Don't worry about the words. All right. <laughs> okay. Bill let's, doesn't let's know words either. Here's the thing: if he wants the match, steel cage, no escape. P. 
pinfall or submission only inside that dadgum steel cage? Well, I guess we'll we'll know his answer soon. Yeah, we will. If he's a man, he'll accept. It's really not nice to talk about your uh, partner like that. Yeah, he's not my partner or anything. Beat the crap out of him. <laughs> so Jingle All the Way to Hell will be coming at you in December. It's going to be quite the event. Make sure to check out Turkey Takedown. You can watch the replay on our YouTube channel. Just search for PHPW Turkey Takedown 2021. It was an amazing event. A lot a lot of things took place, and we've already talked about, of course, the pit crew becoming your new tag team champions. Yep. Almost an upset of sorts to the inevitable assassins who've been tag team champions for months now. Tag team champions, not only tag team champions, undefeated as a tag team yes. since winning the title. And... Um, also, too, we have a new number one contender to the PHPW Championship, uh, GBM. So uh, That's not true. It should be. I think Travis Fowler won that Stupid match. Travis Fowler ruins everything. Well. Stupid, stupid Travis Fowler. Uh, Fine. So, you know what? No, no. Do we need to run it by Bill? Or, or can I change it? Because I don't want Travis Fowler in the main event of Jingle all the way to hell. Let me text him real quick. You know, the, yeah, their owner. Uh, Bane is having issues with Tier 1 Travis Fowler calling him names. And we'll wait for just a few moments. Mr. Beanus will uh, tell Bane to shut up. Oh. Are you even texting him? Because that doesn't sound sound like a build thing to me. Well, I mean, you can look at it right here, but uh, you're also not doing what he just asked. <laughs> Just listen to your boss. It's not my boss. But uh, Tier 1 Travis Fowler is your new number one contender. And yeah. Drew Vinsel is still the PHPW champion. So it yeah. looks like we got a main event set. Main event set, and uh, we got a Grand Prix Open Weight Championship match set. Uh, Barry Frost of doing the favor. I'm looking forward to that one. This could be his yeah. breakout moment. The Husky Heartthrob is going to be taking on the brand new G Pow champion, uh, Grand Prix Open Weight champion, and Jeff with one F tune. Absolutely. Two tag teams. Let's see who, uh, who goes out on top. I'm pulling for you, Husky. Let's see what happens. That'll be coming your way. We'll have more news on Jingle All the Way to Hell as the weeks go on. Looking forward to it. It's going to be quite the event in PHPW. Absolutely. Well, we also have our 90s fad tournament. It's ongoing. We are uh, going to go over the most recent match here. Let me pull up my tournament bracket. Because this has been a very interesting tournament thus far. So we saw, um, let's see here. Let me pull it up. Um, it was our first semifinal match. Jinko Jeans versus Yikes Pencils. So, Ethan, you're not really a kid of the 90s. You're a little younger than us. Do you remember either of these things? No. Not at all, huh? No. <laughs> I was born in 94. So you, you have no so stakes in this. These tournament. are Jinko jeans. These were hugely popular in the late 90s. Damn, those are ugly. Yes. Yeah. And these were Yikes pencils. Super fun. Hmm. Every kid always wanted those for their school supplies. And oddly enough, Jinko jeans wins 59% to 41%. I'm a little disappointed. I love Yikes pencils. I um, I kind of figured it was going to be Jinko jeans. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, but it's... I gotta. It's gonna be hard to to beat Jingo Jeans. I think in this tournament because they're so ugly. Yeah, they're so ugly, but they were such a huge deal in the nineties. I never had a pair. I had one pair. Did you? I um. No, I had a, I had a pair of South Pole ones, which were very similar to the Jinkos. <laughs> Mine weren't like that though. They were. Mine weren't that wide at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, they weren't wide, but they had a blue stripe down the middle. Yeah, but they they also but they had really long pockets that were down to like your your calf. Yeah, they still make those oddly enough, which is. Ugh baffling to me it's like that company is still in business people still buy this it shouldn't shouldn't be so uh, that goes to our our next match which is our final semi-final match well beanie babies versus goosebumps books now i do know what both of those are okay yeah so got you got an opinion there ethan <laughs> uh let's go with goosebumps I, dude, I i love goosebumps i never read that's that's the end of that right <laughs> i never read books but man goosebumps were fun yeah the just the cover art 
yeah. alone was awesome. Yes. If the I TV was show was really fun as yep. a kid. Yeah. It doesn't really hold up now. No, uh, it's horrible. Beanie Babies were a quick like fad and then not really popular too far after that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So that'll be up uh, on the poll. So check that out at BBPH918. And that being said, are you ready? I'm stoked. Are you? Actually. Yes. Are you? All right. So we got, I think we got four sodas left. Oh boy. So we'll I think the ones we have left are actually probably going to be pretty good. Well, no, not all of them. Really? We still got a gross one. I think we do. Well, let's open this up. I'm nervous. I'm Man, you are the luckiest person ever. Bazooka Joe soda. You get a bubblegum soda. All right. I'm, I'm down. For Redraw. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring back the enchilada. <laughs> We're going to skip the trivia question this week because we have a guest of honor. So, Ethan, would you like to try the first taste of Bazooka Joe soda? First of all, before you do that, do you like Bazooka Joe gum? Um. So... Growing up, um, for some reason, my dad actually had like a supplier, and that's all we would have. Oh, really? Yeah. So we had, I mean, mountains and mountains of this of this bubble gum. So yeah. like, I'm actually really excited. It seems like it smells pretty good. I can't smell. So. Well, you definitely you definitely lucked out on on the the bubble gum one. Yeah, yeah you did. So I there mean, were some bad ones. I was like, that will probably be pretty good, even for a weird one. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Go for go for it, man. Oh gosh. <laughs> What are you thinking? <laughs> He's contemplating. Yeah. You know, that's really not that bad. Yeah. Pretty good. It's actually yeah. really good. You have to try it out here. Yeah. I don't know if it tastes like bubble gum. It kind of does. But if you let it hang out in your mouth for a little bit, you can kind of get the taste. Yeah, but it's not like really like obvious that it's bubble gum. It's. Which I mean, Bazooka Joe, if I remember right, little little fat little yeah. balls, right? And that's to me, that's what it tastes like is that the fat little balls. I thought of Bazooka gum. Joe is the one with the uh, comic strip. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not that one. You're thinking of double bubble. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but that's what it tastes like to me. Is the little... and they're they're both bubble gum, like that pink bubble gum flavor. Yeah. But let me try it again. You got to let it get to all the taste buds, breaker, before you swallow it. That's what she said. I mean, it's good, yeah. but it's, I don't, it's also not real potent. It's, it's kind of a light flavor, so it's not like overpowering. Yeah. But it, it definitely tastes good. Yeah, it's not bad. Almost has like a fluffiness. Yeah, yeah there like you go. Like fluffy cream or something in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can see that. That's not bad. Yeah, actually pretty good, all things considered. Oh, man. So that kind of well, pretty well wraps us up uh, for the week here on Power Hour. Ethan, it was awesome having you join us. Um and to hear you know you talk crap on Bane always makes me smile. I love it. I yeah, love, I love it too. I'm sure you do. You <laughs> absolute sack of crap. Uh, of course, we got to give shout outs to some of our uh, our buddies in the podcasting world. We always start with the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott. Yeah, love those guys, and uh, big reason why we're all three in this room right now. Yes. So shout out to them. And of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History, uh, doing the favor with Eric and Barry. It's another go-to. I know we all love those guys. Absolutely, um, Barry, the new number one contender for the G Pow title. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm looking forward to that. You know, I think gold would look good around his waist. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's been tag team champion before, right? Yeah, so yeah. could be uh, could be time for a new title. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven Erickson, another fun show. If you like old school pro wrestling, the Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Larry, it's podcast with our pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson, uh, Boot to the Face. 
Tales from the Estate with Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin, is another really fun one we all enjoy. Fantastic show. Uh, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his pals over there. The Trivia with Buds Podcast with our buddy uh, Ryan Buds. Um, Howlin' with the Wolf with uh, the one and only Jason Wolf. In fact, I just got a Chop Shop package in today. Awesome. Yes, uh, including in that was a T.L. Hopper. He, uh, he painted the head, which came from a guy named Morsman, and he actually made by hand a plunger. It fits in his hand. My God. Yeah, it's, it's, I know that's probably not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> right. But my God, it's good stuff. Uh, yeah. I love it. I mean, it's so talented. No, oh, yeah, so he really good. is. For real. He really is. He's so good at what he does, man. And just drawing, sketch cards, figures. I mean, he just, everything he touches is awesome. Uh, pulling up a chair with our buddy Tim at a chair shot, uh, the Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast uh, with our pal Richard. And then, of course, uh, catching up with Aaron Daniel with my buddy Aaron Anders. And, of course, you like wrestling comic books, Grapple Hold to Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Tales from Planet WrestleTopia. Check all those out. And then our other podcast, I have You Know It's Fake, right? Every Monday, we have No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, which apparently is starting back up. Congratulations. Well, no, 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 it is not starting back up because I'm not going to lose, Breaker. Have a little faith after I kicked your ass. I have zero faith in you. Well, you should. Because here's the thing. If you think Bill Benis can kick my ass, that means you think Bill Benis can kick your ass. Because I can kick your ass. Well, you, I mean, you do know I sold my shares before the match. And I still kicked your ass in the match. Or did I let you win? You did Just to ruin your life. Mm. You hit me with your best shots, and it still wasn't good enough. Mm. Yeah. You can believe whatever you want to believe. That's fine. I'm going to believe I'm the winner. Mr. Benis is the best. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, also the TV Toy Cast with me and Travis Fowler every Thursday. Check all of Bane's music out on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. I'm, I'm really excited for the new song uh, called I Lost My Company, I'm a Big Loser. I am really looking forward to hearing that one as well. It's not. It's not. I'll tell you what you are going to hear. You're going to hear a brand new song called Ethan and Breaker Suck. Oh, really? Yeah. Do we get royalties from that? Yeah. No, hell no, you don't. You don't get royalties from a diss track. <laughs> Can I do a feature on it? No. Well, you have, you've never heard me rap before. I don't want to hear You want to hear me? I got something cooked up for you right now. Rap. <clears throat> you ready? No, I'm not ready. You want me to, you want me to rap? I'll give, you a little, I'll, I'll give you a little taste. Ready? <clears throat> ABC, one, two, three. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's that's it. Riveting stuff, Thank Ethan. you. <laughs> I've been working on it. I thought of it myself. Good job, man. Good job. Uh, <laughs> if you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have several tiers available there. Um, Outsiders Beard Co. And I know um, they're running some sales right now. So if you need some beard balm, lip balm. Yes. Some candles now, I believe, are also coming. Yes. So uh, Cyber, Mon- Cyber Monday, I'm doing Cyber Weekend uh, this weekend. And it's going to be... Uh, 20% off all the beard products and 15% off of the new candles that I've got available, which is very limited quantity. And actually, as we recorded this, two of them sold. Nice. So even more so limited. Um, so uh, check that out before they are sold out. I mean, more will be coming, but I don't know if we'll keep the holiday ones in stock or if we will just uh, sell out of those and sell out of those and then move on to uh, different ones. So Absolutely. And then, of course, all of our T-shirts are available, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, Whatamaneuver.net. You can search by store for Breaker Remains Power Hour, TV Toycast, Big Underscore Bane. Mm-hmm. Of course, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, PPW, Ringside Rant, Tales from the Estate, Boots from the Face, etc., etc. Grab all those guys' shirts. Show some support to your favorite podcast. And that is all we got. So thank you guys for checking out the show. 
Big thanks to our special guest, Ethan, for stopping by. You're very welcome. And uh, and <laughs> Razzing Bane, which is one of my favorite things ever. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. I'm Ethan. And <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> Thank you for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Okay. <laughs> Solid sign off. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> it ain't over till I say it's over. So lock the cage up, cause this is a takeover. The wait's over. If this is the final time we meet, then you'll be on your back on my feet. Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over. I'm super fly, so I can splash off the top. And I can shut down the shop. Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop. And I'm always gonna rise to the top. People's champ like the rock. I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop. Man, I'm so over. Double pistols. What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I take it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.